Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. God has raised up a spiritual army on this planet. Or perhaps I should say God is raising up a special forces unit to conduct powerful, powerful missions to preach Jesus Christ, to drive out demons, to heal broken hearts, to cure diseases, and to teach others to do the same. This is the full gospel. And over the years, we have literally trained tens of thousands of disciples on how to cast out demons, how to preach Jesus Christ, how to heal broken hearts and cure diseases. Too long ago, while we were ministering in the French-speaking city of Montreal, Quebec, there was a, a young man present who had been powerfully delivered from spirits of madness and insanity. And, his, he, and he has enrolled in our Freedom Fighter International Training Center. He is full on when it comes to working in the fire of the Holy Spirit. He's bringing souls to the kingdom, performing exorcisms and healing the sick. Just allow me to share just one testimony, miracle report that I just received on his behalf. Now, Alex, Jay, just cast out a spirit of lupus out of Ken, who has suffered with that for a very long time. Ken was a bit of a doubter, but God is doing things to raise up his faith. So Alex said, Ken, do you have pain in your left shoulder? Ken kept on saying he had pain in his right shoulder. So then Alex said, well, lift up your shirt. And when he did, he saw a big bruise on his left shoulder. Then Ken said that a few months ago that he received that, and he didn't know why. And, and that's when the pain started. But then it switched to its right. So Alex was able to see in the spirit realm to some degree, Jay, we've known us. So Alex said, that's where the spirit of lupus is lodged. He began to pray over it for over half an hour, and it came out. And that's just one short testimony I have received, my friends, in regards to this young man whom we ministered to last year in Montreal, 
who is powerfully delivered from evil spirits. I want to share with you this compelling, thrilling, fascinating, intense testimony of this young man named Alex, who was powerfully delivered from evil spirits and is now delivering others from evil spirits and casting out spirits of infirmity, curing diseases and sicknesses, bringing people into the kingdom of God. I just want to share this presentation to you so you may see what God is doing on this earth, all throughout the planet, in raising up men and women of God to do great wonders in his holy name. I look forward to being with you. And by the way, I'm here in New York City. I just arrived some hours ago from our most recent European mission in the UK, where literally millions of demons were confronted and driven out in the authority of Jesus Christ. It's been a very long time since I've been behind this microphone to speak with you, my friend, to conduct a radio presentation. As many of you know, I've had some great difficulties with my vocal cords. God has brought tremendous healing into my life, and and I rejoice and thank our living God. It's my hope and prayer to get back into conducting more consistent radio presentations that God's, as God gives me strength. Yes, I am here. It's, I think it's about 1.30 or, wow, no, actually it's about 2.30 in the morning. And I really felt compelled to conduct a live presentation. Now, many of you will be listening to this in the archive, on-demand archive section and listening to this presentation after the fact, but the, the fact is, I'm here in New York City, and I've really felt strongly of the Lord to share this testimony of this young man that was delivered from spirits of madness and insanity, and now desires to work in the gospel ministry. It's a fascinating story. They, His family has put together a beautiful testimony. I would like to share with you. They titled the testimony Insanity Beheaded. For that, truly what happened last year in Quebec when I first met up with Alex. Now, he's doing amazing things for God, but before I met with him, he was in deep, deep bondage, enslavement. Deep bondage. I want to share with you what transpired. It's compelling. It's thrilling. It's dramatic. I believe it will edit, encourage you and edify you. I have much to share during this radio presentation on the subject of insanity beheaded on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. Preaching the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. 
The Voice of the Martyrs' contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Yusuf has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the Voice of the Martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs, the Christian nonprofit organization. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. It's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources. But like other media advancements throughout history, ministries, including the Voice of the Martyrs, are seeing value in staying connected via Facebook and Twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups. For example, members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. that I have just published, I believe will encourage you, will edify you, will equip you in spiritual warfare. The newest publication is Encountering Animal Demons and Soul Parts, where I literally go in, in detail and teach on the reality of animalistic spirits, how to defeat them in the authority of Jesus Christ, and the reality of animal soul parts that are being transferred into humans as a result of ancestral curses and sin of bestiality. It's a fascinating topic. It's something that we're coming across quite often. You need to be aware of it. This publication is titled Encountering Animal Demons and Soul Parts. I also have a booklet here titled uh, this has just been released, Reality of Multiple Personality Disorder and Dissociation. This is a must-read for those involved in ministry. For we are discovering that 80% plus of, of those whom are, we are ministering to who are demonized are also dissociative. Perhaps every sing, it's getting to the point where perhaps I'll report to you every single person we're ministering to has dissociation. It's becoming a very common occurrence. You need to be equipped on how to handle, how to minister in this area of ministry. This publication is titled Reality of Multiple Personality Disorders and Dissociation. 
I also have a publication titled Curses, Spells. Are you being targeted? It's something to consider. For the scripture tells us in Psalm 37 that the evil conspire or evil plot against the righteous. Since that being the case, let's not be naive. There are witches. There are sorcerers. There are occultists and Satanists seeking your destruction. People who are antichrist seeking your destruction, who are setting spells and curses. Don't be naive. You need to be aware of it, and you need to devil-proof your life. This publication helps you do just that. I also have a publication titled The Rite of Exorcism, where I explain the ancient rite of exorcism and how it, it is needed in our day. We need the power of Jesus Christ to drive out demons, for so many billions of people in our day and age are enslaved to demon powers. And it is my hope and prayer through this publication, I can expose you to some extent to the need for us, the body of Christ, to conduct exorcisms. I also have another publication that just has been released titled, Devil Made Me Do It. It answers the question, do, does demons, do demons and do devils actually cause people, compel people to do evil things? I believe so. I answer this question in this publication, it's a fascinating publication on the question, Devil Made Me Do It? These five publications are available. Devil Made Me Do It, The Rite of Exorcism, Curses and Spells, Are You Being Targeted? The Reality of Multiple Personality Disorders and Dissociation and Encountering Animal Demons and Soul Parts. Now, along with those five brand new, just released publications, I'm also including in this set another 10 publications that has, have been made available, but I'm trying to include all these 15 together as a set. I want to be a blessing to you. Now, the other 10, slaying dragons, life, family, home, and property, the Blessed Virgin Mary, overcoming the wicked witch Jezebel, another publication, Doorways to Evil Spirits, which looks at the spiritual investigation into the doorways that lead to demons. I have a publication in my right hand right now titled Lizard, Rabbit's Tail, Fetus, and Cursed Objects. Now, this is a fascinating publication on extracting satanic objects from human bodies. Another publication, Supernatural Power, Knowing Jesus, Holy Spirit Gifts, and Sacramental Signs. This describes the mysteries of the gospel, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and of the sacraments. You need to be aware that the power of the Holy Communion can be a powerful tool to defeat devils. I have a publication here on the subject of demons and Mormonism. Investigating this true spiritual nature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Also in my hand is Escaping the Illuminati. One of the more popular publications we've ever published. This explains how you, if you're entrapped by the powers of Illuminati, how to escape. I also have a publication here titled Overcoming Torment. Now, we come across so many people through the years tormented and gripped with fear. You need to overcome this torment. And this publication will help you do, do just that. It's titled Overcoming Torment Through the Holy, Precious Blood of Jesus Christ. Now, these last two are fascinating. It deals with the subject of exorcism and casting out demons. The one. Casting out demons. I actually go through the mechanics, the 
and it's a biblically sound, conservative <coughs> uh, publication that details, that gives you the, just the mechanics, gives you the practical information on how to confront a demon and expel it. And this last publication, titled Public Exorcisms, where I make the case for conducting exorcisms in public life. All 15, yours today. Email me today at j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org. I, will, I, I really believe these, these 10 publications will be a blessing. Now, I'm asking those of you who are interested. Now, this, these, to publish these publications isn't cheap. Trust me on this. These are, uh, these are uh, well-made publications, uh, good material. Th- these, these, I believe, will be a blessing in your life. Now, I want all 15 to get into your hands. Now, normally I would set a, an amount. I just want you, if you're interested in getting these 15, whatever the Holy Spirit guides you and leads you, touches you on your heart, you give, and I'll send these to you. Whatever the Lord leaves, you know, puts on your heart, I'll send. Just email me tonight at j at jbartlett.org, and um, there'll be many, many thousands listening to this uh, presentation in the archives. If you're interested, be sure to email me. Give me your mailing address. Now give a uh, a, a donation, and I'll be sure to send all 15 to you. I believe they'll they'll be an encouragement to you. Now the testimony titled Insanity Beheaded. Now, this is a fascinating testimony on multiple levels. And I'm just going to read what this family member, one of Alex's family members, put together. It's a thrilling, compelling story. I believe it will encourage you. She writes, she said, Jay proceeded to teach in the meeting when some other people came in. And one of the first things Jay asked was if everyone was born again. Now, I knew once Alex was asked, his demons would erupt. Everyone answered by saying that they had come to know Jesus Christ. By the time he got to Alex, the room was strangely quiet. The demons convinced Alex he wasn't a Christian anymore and that he he couldn't even be saved for that matter. So Alex answered Jay by saying he didn't think he was born again. Then Jay then said, well, we'll fix that. Let's pray. Then surprisingly, Alex agreed to pray with Jay. Jay told him to repeat after him. Alex struggled to pray, but then his words got caught in his throat, and he could not go on. Meanwhile, I overheard Sonia and Jake behind us praying quietly, interceding for Alex. They sounded as if they were almost weeping. I was moved by their compassion. I knew that at any moment this demon that was hindering Alex would erupt. This demon I was oh so familiar with seeing manifest surely spoke again, saying the same old familiar things. It spoke to Jay. Never, never, he snarled in a deep, guttural voice. Jay immediately came over to challenge the demon. 
I knew enough by now to move anything out of the way that could get knocked over. So I moved the water jug out of the way, along with some glasses that were in the table in this conference hall. I wonder if this was going to get violent, recalling past times of deliverance where people had to hold Alex down. Jesus was in the room. He was present. And Jay asked the demon its name, and it proudly boasted Baphomet. Now, Jay was soon distracted by Sonia's sobbing uncontrollably. Then the sobbing turned into a demon manifesting. So Jay then had to leave Alex by binding Baphomet as he had to leave to attend to Sonia. As soon as he ran to attend to Sonia, he suddenly said, I draw a bloodline right there on the ground, and you demons cannot cross it. As soon as he said that, Alex's body perked up as if something had been cut between he and his cousin. He jerked suddenly. He just sat up there. He just sat there quiet, calmly after that. Then when Jay interrogated Sonya's demon, he found out it was a generational demon of witchcraft from her grandmother. I wondered if it just had hopped back and forth this easily between family members. No wonder Alex was at times unusually afraid of Sonya, not knowing exactly why. It wasn't her, but this generational demon that actually was capable of going back and forth between them. Alex sat at the table for the longest time. I knew that the demon's goose was cooked, whether Alex wanted him to be or not. And let me tell you, I was so tired. I was so weary because of the past year. There wasn't one bright or happy day. All I had was a year of misery. A year of mis misery. Alex had been taken over by a mob of demons. And Alex himself was held captive somewhere. Baphomet was a strong demon that came from a satanic music oath that Alex made when he was younger. After Jay was done delivering Sonya, he then asked Alex to come to the middle of the room. Alex then slowly proceeded to walk to the center of the room rather reluctantly. Jay walked over to Alex and then proceeded to wrap invisible heavy chains heavy chains around the demons in the spirit realm. Jay said, in Jesus' name, I now wrap you in chains. He wrapped the chains around Alex seven times. Now this reminded me of the Old Testament account of Jericho, where God's people were told to march around the city seven times. Alex could not move. He stood there frozen, as Jay then dealt with the demon. How different this was from what I had seen at the church where six men had to hold Alex down. Since there was only one Jay, one of Jay, I realized why he must have been led by the Holy Spirit to wrap him in chains. And then Jay pointed to the top of Alex's chest near his neck and said, I strip you of your demonic 
armor in the name of Jesus. Then he appeared to be taking it off with his hands. I knew Christians wore armor, but this was the first time I had heard of demons having armor. Then more demons manifested in him, demons of generational hatred. Jay then asked Alex to forgive his relatives. At first he was rather reluctant, but Jay warned him that if he didn't, that if he doesn't want to leave this place without having dealt with these demons because they could try to kill him. I knew what was at stake, and Alex did too, but even this was not enough to convince him. He reluctantly began to pray to release forgiveness to his mother, came to his father. He had huge resistance, huge resistance. Jay then led by the Holy Spirit, spoke to Alex about not wanting to pass on the generational hatred to his own child someday, and urged him to break the curse. He then asked about his father. Are you angry at your father? Yes, Alex confessed, unwillingly to pray any further. Do you, do you want him to, to pay? Do you want revenge for what he did to you, Jay? Questioned. Yes, Alex snapped. Do you want him to die, Jay asked. At that point, Alex said, no, I don't want him to die. Then he was about to pray along to release forgiveness to his father. We were all holding our breath at that moment. What broke through was Jay's appeal to that little bit of love left in Alex to where he would, he would not want his father to die. There was a thread left of love, which he was able to finally grab a hold onto and say, yes, I will forgive my father. And as soon as forgiveness was released... The demons were ripping, roaring mad. Baphomet was still fighting hard, saying that Alex was bound to an oath that could not be broken. Jay asked, if, asked us if anyone knew about this. I told him that he had drawn a Baphomet symbol on his wall as a teenager. Nanilo told him that there was an oath in a song that he liked by a group called Merciful Fate. The group's name, by the way, is the... It's a, uh, the epitome of what they do not stand for. The demon boasted that he had made Alex draw that symbol of the wall and said that Alex loved him. Jay had Alex denounce the group and denounce the oath. The demon went all along, all along, had been calling Alex a weak person and a little effer, which was his favorite term to use in reference to him. Then Jay motioned while he said the pentagram Baphomet symbol is now on the floor. Alex is going to step on it and destroy it in the name of Jesus. So then Alex was instructed to stomp on it in the name of Jesus. With much vigor, Alex stomped his foot several times on the floor, shouting, in Jesus' name, I destroy you. I break that oath in Jesus' name. Then Jay taunted the demon. He's not weak like you thought he was. Jay smiled real big and cast the demon out along with generational hatred. Alex struggled and heaved as if his insides were coming out. I knew that these were major strongholds being broken. But then, but they were guarding the one who I asked for God to give me their head. This one that had been harassing me through Alex all this time was insanity. Insanity boasted about how he, how he made Alex go crazy. He admitted to causing dementia and even psychotherapy. Pathic behavior, the demon kept laughing. And when, and when Jay threatened to send it to the pit, the demon said, I don't care. 
Then Jay then said to the spirit of insanity, you are so crazy, you don't even care if you go to the pit. Jesus is going to set Alex free tonight. Jesus, Jay was then led by Jesus to take a bigger spear in the spirit realm and stick it straight through the demon's head. He walked over to Alex and looked as if he was sticking something invisible in Alex's forehead. Then he told the demon to turn around and face the people. The demon was humbled. He turned around, and Alex faced all of us. Then, G, then Jay said, I see the spear. It's a big, long spear. We just all just marveled because this demon was rambling on obnoxiously earlier, and now was suddenly struck silent, knowing full well he was doomed. It was a moment God wanted me to see. Why? It was because I had asked God privately. The Bible says if you ask God anything in secret, he will reward you publicly. You don't know how nice it was to see that demon get it. Jay humbled that demon and said, now turn around and face the people. The sword is really long. I could see it. I said quietly to God that moment, thank you, God. After that, Jay said to the demons, and the plan for you to make Alex go blind is now destroyed. He will not lose his vision in Jesus' name. Curse in Jesus' name. I was stunned because I never told Jay about Alex's vision problems. Jay just, Jay just only met us that night. How did he know? By the revelation of the Holy Spirit. My friends, it just goes on. And I look forward to sharing with you what else transpired. For this dear family member said that the following weekday, after the deliverance, Alex's father had a routine eye exam. His father had totally lost his vision in his left eye years ago, so now he had to make sure he had a regular checkup to make sure that he was going to be able to maintain his right eye. Alex had to accompany him on this visit. He decided to tell the eye doctor about his own vision problems. The doctor then examined him. After the examination, the doctor was immediately stunned and said, this is an emergency. If we don't do something right now, your corneas could stick together and cause permanent blindness. You must get laser surgery now. I will do it for you right now. It wasn't even Alex's appointment, yet the doctor was so worried that this had to be done immediately that he took him to the laser machine and did the procedure to save Alex's vision right away. It was during a scan that day that also revealed a mysterious lump which was located at the back of his eye. The doctor could only guess as to why it was there and said that he could not do anything about it, but he did separate the corneas because they had not yet glued together. And I thought that this might be the way God was working on Alex's behalf to fulfill the healing that Jay had spoken over Alex a few nights before in the name of Jesus. God works in mysterious ways. We didn't expect this. We hadn't known how bad the problem actually was either until then. 
Maybe God wanted this all verified for the record to show us the reality of the spirit world and his power to heal through his son, Jesus Christ. When I came back for Christmas to visit, when I came, I noticed a dramatic difference in Alex. He was peaceful, pleasant, and calm. His whole family noticed a big change in him. He was very sociable with everyone, not reclusive like he used to be. He had vibrant energy emerging. He was busy around the house, running errands, which was a huge relief for the family because his parents were are elderly and needed the help with some everyday tasks. Jesus, truly, Jesus has done this for Alex. While I concur with that, I do believe a tremendous miracle has taken place in Alex's life. And now he's now casting out demons out of others. And that spirit of insanity and that spirit of madness was indeed beheaded. And my friends, those of you who are listening to this presentation right now, this testimony is meant to sh- was shared with you on this presentation to speak to your heart and the reality of the power of Jesus Christ. We don't know how God works in healing and deliverance all the time, but we do know he is a deliverer. We know that he is a healer, and he desires to heal you. He desires to deliver you at this very hour. At this very hour. There's an interesting psalm, one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 3. And it it declares the Lord this in Psalms 3, 8. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. And the Lord God Almighty wants to deliver you, my friend. You're perhaps listening to this presentation. Somehow you heard about these global radio broadcasts and you found these topics interesting and fascinating. Right now, you can be delivered from your evil spirits that are tormenting you. But you need to make that decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Why not today, at this very moment, Follow Jesus Christ, the one who loved you so much that he went to a cruel cross, experienced a crucifixion, bearing your sins, your sorrow, your grief, so you might be healed from these things. He was buried, but God the Father raised his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, from the grave. He is alive, and he's willing to cleanse you from your sins and give you eternal life and give you a new heart and a new start. This is the love I'm speaking of. Simply pray with me even now as you're listening to my voice. Just say, Lord Jesus Christ, I repent of my sin. I ask for your blood to cleanse me. Jesus Christ, come into my life and live within me at this very hour. I follow you for the rest of my life. I declare Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Now, I'm going to pray for you. And all those 
who are listening to this presentation or who perhaps are believers, but you're being afflicted by evil spirits in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the authority of Jesus. I know what the written word says. Deliverance comes from the Lord. The Lord God Almighty is here. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I extend his love to you. And I speak to those demons tormenting you. Trying to prevent that love from invading your heart and your mind. Evil spirits, if you have no rights, and many of you, evil spirits, they're attacking the people listening to this broadcast. You don't have rights. These are people of the living God. You just need to be told to leave. To the authority of Jesus Christ, now come out quickly. Come out in the authority of Jesus and release that man and woman right now. Now, in Jesus' name, by the authority of the blood of Jesus. Now, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, fill these people with your love, your peace, your presence. Now, my friends, there's much more I want to share. It's rather, getting rather late. Thank you for joining me on this presentation. Be sure to get these 15 pub newest publications I have just released. Escaping the Illuminati, Demons of Mormonism, Supernatural Power, Knowing Jesus, Holy Spirit, Gifts, and Sacramental Signs, Lizard, Rabbit's Tail, Fetus, and Cursed Objects, Doorways to Evil Spirits, The Blessed Virgin Mary, Overcoming the Wicked Witch Jezebel, Slaying Dragons, Life, Family, Home, Property, Encountering Animal Demons, and Soul Parts, Reality and Multiple Personality Disorders and Dissociation, Curses, spells, are you being targeted? The right of exorcism. The devil made me do it. Overcoming ta torment through the holy, precious blood of Jesus. Public exorcisms and casting out demons. All 15 years today. Email me now at j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Lord. 